0: Ah, you obviously know Kung Fu. Hey, what's up y'all? It's your boy Gee the Silver Green. I was the stunt double for Black Panther and Captain America Civil War, and you're listening to the Kung Fu Drive In.
1: Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive In podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. <laughs> Returning to the show tonight, awesome guest Ghee de Silva. Ghee, thank you so much for coming back to the Kung Fu Driving Podcast.
0: I'm actually very thankful for you because you could have definitely said no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say no. You're a cool guest, and it's great to have you back. How are things going, by the way?
0: Things are really cool right now. I'm actually in like this this really high frequency. Yeah, like this week has been pretty wild, but got to do something that really just. Like, really rebooted everything kind of and re energized me, and I'm really grateful for it, I guess. Really? What was that? It was the UALA My Hero Academia concept yeah. video that we shot. Uh, it's on Chris Cowan's Instagram, it's on his YouTube, uh, Riven X3i, R I V E N X3i. That was an awesome video, by the way. Absolutely badass video. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, that was a dope effort. That was really fun.
1: Yeah, that was really, really cool. Um, and uh, it was based off of uh, My Hero Academia. So you had uh, a lot of that anime influence in there. Awesome fighting, great effects. Uh, and this was the the
0: return of Chris Callan, from what I understand, because he was away from the game for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, he's been traveling. A bunch of us, we were all together and trying to climb up, and then everybody went their separate ways. And he's literally been gone overseas in Europe mainly for the past four years straight. Wow. It's just we haven't been able to really, like, touch down and, and, like, do one for us, you know? So how did you guys uh, get hooked up to bring this project to life? So he had just gotten back from... Being wherever he was, I think it was Budapest or something like that. Working on another suit, he works on some of the coolest stuff. Cool. I, I don't think I, I can say what it is. Yep. I don't even think I know what it is for legal purposes. <laughs> but <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny this. I'm a low bar right now, real quick. But yeah, he's just he's been he's just doing what he's supposed to be doing and killing it and yeah he got back maybe two weeks ago we linked up and i was like yo i want to shoot something it's been a while like i really am itching if you're down i am totally down you just you just let me know i'm in it and he was like dope i'm thinking i, I want to shoot something as well i gotta definitely do something it's been this long and it took us a while literally on monday the idea sprung out of nowhere and then like it just rapid fire i hit up nathan peoples and i'm like hey what time are you off work? He's like, I get off in like 45 minutes. I'm like, perfect. you think you want to come by and like work on some choreo ideas with me and Chris? And it's like, yeah, I'm definitely down. So he showed up and we just knocked out like the whole base of what it was that we shot. Chris has a really dope method to his madness. That's really fun. And we made that video. In Wait, two that days. all happened this week? That all happened this week. Wow. That's some great stuff. <laughs> Chris is a monster. I mean, we we all killed it, but Chris is a, Chris. Chris really wanted to do something, and it really looked like. I mean, you guys see it. And it's, it's beautiful. It's awesome.
1: It it really is awesome. If uh, you want to go see it, go check out the YouTube page. Check out Gee's uh, Instagram page, and you can see this really really slick anime inspired action uh it's some cool fighting some cool superpowers some great effects too and the music oh, yeah. just
0: kicks it does it just it just works it's so well edited so cool but yeah doing that outcast we spoke about outcast mm-hmm. a little bit last time we spoke yep. that is now going to be at a film festival cool it got pulled into a film festival that's awesome what festival can you say it's the I think it's the Monmouth. It's in August in Jersey. Monmouth, yeah, nice, very cool. Yeah,
1: so and you were also recently on set somewhere too. Can you talk about that project yet, or is that- I
0: was I could not say a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say anything, damn it. I wish because I it's something that I'm I'm really a big fan of. As really, well, so that's awesome. Yeah.
1: How long have you been working on this project now?
0: This one, I just—I've only worked on it twice. Uh, It's episodic, you know, Uh, and it's pretty. It's probably one of the best shows that's on television. Okay. Yeah. So you know, network television. (laughs) Ah. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
1: That's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah, it's really. And cool. I know uh, after this, you're going to go do some shooting. Is this Hollywood stuff or oh, is it the indie stuff?
0: Oh no, this is this is just for. This is this is for us again. That's cool. This is for us. Yeah, we we you know I just want to be there and help whoever wants it or needs it that I can provide it. You know, that's just like. And it's also something I love to do, so I guess it, it makes it, feel, it feels even better to do it.
1: Yeah, you know, I want to get into that because when we last talked, you said that you had gone from New York to L.A. to get involved in stunts. Or, I mean, maybe not necessarily get involved in stunts directly, but somehow you did. Yeah. Uh, you got involved in training, and eventually you started working with the stunt community. In that time, did anybody ever try to discourage you and tell you that you had to get this whole stunt thing out of your head and get a real job?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, in other ways as well, you know, yeah. it was interesting because like for me, it was a weird, it, I, I transitioned and I had to go through a transition out after I, I had already moved to LA. I had already had somewhat of a career path I could follow. Mm-hmm. Um, with being a back, back being a dancer and right. it was like it wasn't just being back up on tour it was like oh you're gonna be on this Nickelodeon show you're gonna be on this Disney show but you're gonna be doing a movie, you know it, it, but as a dancer and it's like oh that's that stuff is cool and I was like that's not really what I want to be doing it's close to what I want to be doing there's aspects of it but it wasn't that so I had to make that switch and of course there's always gonna be friction when you're trying to change something that technically does does work. It may not be the best for for you in, in a way, but it, it does work. It works for people. People have amazing careers as being dancers, and they follow that tree. And it was just something that I I wasn't really into. And everybody around me is like, "Well, that means you're not passionate about what this is that we're doing." And if you don't if you don't have passion or show passion for for the thing that you do, how are you going to ever really succeed in it you know right and so I was like you're absolutely right you know that's how I feel I love it no doubt about it I'm grateful for it I've learned from it but it's not the end goal so therefore I have to try to push towards that same thing's going on right now you know there's always going to be some people that are going to just be negative they just that's what they got that's literally what they got and you just gotta realize, like, oh, the only power you have right now is just to try to make me feel like shit.
1: Yeah. So the way to counterbalance that, I guess, is doing what you what you love to do. Like after this, you're gonna go get together with some of your buddies. You're gonna do uh,
0: something for you, for you guys. Yeah, definitely. That's I that that's how you keep the balance, I guess. So I I need to shoot way more when I'm not working.
1: <laughs> um, speaking of the stunt work, uh, Brie Larson. Plays Captain Marvel did uh, something really cool. You know what I'm talking about? I do.
0: Yeah, it it was really cool.
1: Yeah, she went up to accept her MTV Movie Award, and she brought up two of her stunt doubles with her, and uh, she gave them their time to shine. Now, as a as a stunt man yourself, somebody in that community, yeah, did you catch feels for that moment?
0: I was very grateful. Yeah, for Brie doing that because those girls are bad ass. Nice. Like to be a stunt woman is in my opinion way harder than being a stunt man yeah yeah they come on you gotta think about what they're wearing uh, absolutely in yeah. these movies and they have to do it in that how I'm, i get to pad up i'm usually a, a swat guy if i'm doing nd stunts or um you know it's usually if you're a girl on the stunt team you're probably doubling somebody Mm-hmm. and more than likely they want that girl to look sexy in some at some sense have her wearing heels mm-hmm. a beautiful dress and you got to wear the same exact thing and do the action and all of that and they make it look so fluid and so good like they do it yeah and they, they do it and I mean, to do, like, come on. Like, if you can't wear knee pads, Heidi, I heard Heidi was doing the fight against Rhonda for the Fast and Furious yeah. franchise, and they're fighting on tile, and she's getting judo-throwed by a woman who beats up on other women for money. Yep. 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 By judo-throwing them. And you just got to take that for how many hours of the day? Yo, women are dope. Women are so dope, especially in this industry.
1: Yeah, and that was really cool. And I'm glad that uh, she even gave them. Opportunities to get up there and tell their story a little bit, because it it would have been very easy to just say, "Hey, these are my stunt doubles," you know, give them a hand too, and then just walk off. But she gave them the time to actually get up there and say a few things, which is really
0: cool. Yeah, that was that was really. I was like, hell yeah, Joanna Bennett and Renee Moneymaker. Yeah, they're both badasses. I've worked. I've luckily worked with Joanna, and I have had the pleasure of. Training around Renee, like having little conversations. Cool. So definitely walking legends.
1: It's a great community again, and I'm, I'm always in awe a little bit of the way that you guys pull together because it's a cutthroat industry. So uh, to see you able to pull for your fellow, you know, stunt performers is really cool.
0: Yeah, there, there's so many different ways people decide to look at this industry, and I, and luckily I'm I'm a part of the group that just really wants to help one another and doesn't look at everybody as a threat to our to your spot or to 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 your rise it's like we we want to all be up there together and we're willing to ride it up together and help each other as we climb which i think is like i don't know is, is that would be like utopia to me well
1: the last time that we talked to you mentioned that you were hoping to slowly transition from stunts to to acting are you actively yeah. going after those opportunities now
0: i am i am i am the short that is going to be in the festival is me as the lead actor it's not just straight action it's like one fight scene in it and i get to you know stretch the chops and and show them off a little bit and and play with a character which is really fun and this is Outcast, right? Because we saw a this little bit Outcast. of that, the trailer, I think, last time we talked. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully that will be, well, I mean, it's going to have to be done soon because it needs to be <laughs> ready for the festival. So, That's cool. Are you going to be at the festival? I'm not sure yet. Okay. Maybe. Um, it, there's a conflict, possibly, if something goes the way it's supposed to go. These are those projects that you can't talk about? <laughs> yeah. These are those projects. These are those projects. But yeah, if those things happen, whatever happens, if I'm supposed to be there, I'll be there cuz cool. it'll be dope to be there. Why not? Yeah. And if you if
1: you're there, uh, let me know because that's around the corner for me and I will definitely be well, there. Well, I'm definitely
0: going to hit you up cuz I'm going to have to stop and I have to stop in New York.
1: <laughs> I actually live in Jersey, so Monmouth is not too far from me.
0: Oh, dope. Yeah. Sweet. Very okay. cool. Cool. Oh, All yeah. right.
1: Now, uh, so one of your idols, Wesley Snipes, did a pretty good job of balancing the acting and that action. So uh, yeah. are you equipped to do a, a Blade or a Demolition Man remake?
0: <laughs> Yo, honestly, those are two characters. If like, I don't think you would need to touch them. Sure. But if they were, I'd be really upset if I didn't have a, at least a shot <laughs> at being, you know. Yeah. I would, I would be a little, I'll be a, I have a, a real bad case of FOMO. If that
1: happens, <laughs> have you uh, given any thought to uh, doing something like on the indie scene, maybe, and uh, putting something together so that you can showcase that and make your pitch?
0: I've thought of doing that before. When I was working on Civil War, I had asked a certain particular higher up a question about a certain particular IP and if they would be. <laughs> Are they re- more? Are they receptive to fans making the mm. IP independently as like a YouTube fan film or something? Like then he kind of didn't give the response I was looking for, mm. so I kind of like have steered away the idea of doing that. I feel like just I have to do other things to prove yeah. that I am in that spot, and it might be to do something that's the complete opposite, maybe like. I don't know play a, play a, a college student that figures out how to make poo or something <laughs> nice <laughs> you know you know so I feel like that's kind of like you you, you have with Marvel they want to definitely they have this idea of making sure you're not just a martial artist you're more of an actor yeah. as well yeah so it would be dope i mean Why shouldn't I be able to be as good at fighting on screen as acting on screen? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm I'm going for it. It's all about learning, learning as much as you can. Now, you
1: mentioned uh, coming up with some of your boys. I know you recently took a beating on Lucifer, courtesy of your boy, Vlad Rimberg.
0: (laughs) Vlad loves doing that kind of stuff. I think he enjoys it. He has to. He has to enjoy my pain and watching me just get up and do it again. (laughs) Um, yeah, those opportunities to work with your crew have to be really fun, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why I think it's as exhilarating and fun as it's been this week because yeah. of that, you know, it's, it's that energy. We're like all know how to flow and, and, and be there for each other and know when to step in and, and, and be like, Hey, I'll help you with this and, and that nobody like, we know that it's just like, this is fun and this is the process and we're here to make a dope product together. You know? mm.
1: Now, as fun as that is, what, what then becomes uh, causes of stress during those scenarios? Because you do know each other really well and you know how to work with each other. So oh, yeah. where does the, where does the stress point uh,
0: come in? Stress point comes in like maybe in creative ex- expression, mm. being able to creatively share the story and tell the story in a way that you that you want to and you you believe that is the best product. There's things like that. There's ego, but it's not it's usually like working with Vlad is a rare thing for me. I don't mm. always get to be on a big set with Vlad. You're on a big set with a bunch of other people that you may not know at all, and you have to you have to learn to meet them. You have to learn what they're into, what they're not into, what you can say around them, what you can't say around them, what you can do, what you can't do around them. It, it's kind of like and it's just like okay, I, I can't say anything about this one thing, but if I gave that tip usually to Vlad, he'd be like, hell yeah, that's a good idea. Let's move on. And we'll we'll try that. You know, there's discouragements. There, it, it's just. I think that sometimes when money's involved there's stress because nobody wants to do a bad job. And when everybody is so worried about doing the bad job, you don't get to do what's fun about creating a story and telling a story. And that's by trying to do it differently or, you know, in your way. So Mm. I guess that's part of that. That's, that's my experience um dealing with personalities and stuff like that and just people that you know and that are into the same things like it was funny I was on set uh last night and I was making like Dragon Ball Z references and nobody got it (laughs) and I was like oh okay and they're all looking at me like I'm an idiot I'm like oh (laughs) wrong crowd wrong crowd wrong crowd and it'd be, and it'd be perfect. It'd be like so fitting. You, if I, if you were there and I had sent it to you, you'd be like, oh yeah, <laughs> right, right, uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, you just you look like the young kid that that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> <in this sense. laughs> I always feel like the baby on set. I don't know why. Dude, I don't really? know why. To this day, I still always feel kind of like I'm like, you got to be an adult today. Be an adult. <laughs>
1: does it feel like that though sometimes is it it always like does it always feel like new when you come onto a set and you're working with
0: uh these guys even if you've been working with them for a while yeah most of the time like Mm. there's always something new right Mm. because it's not always all the same people sure like you'll you'll know a couple like the coordinator because he more than likely always hires you uh the the rigging team to, to maybe like one or two guys on the team are, are local or, or somebody that you never met before because the other guys aren't available because they're working on another job. And then you also have to deal with, oh, these are the doubles. And the doubles are based off of who the actors are and then who's available in the stunt community, the double them that, that have those sizes and, and the look and the skill. So it's always, it's that. And then you don't know any of the production team. You don't, you don't get to meet the director until the director comes into the, the room that you're in or the, the actual set that you're going to be working on for the first time. And you don't know him, you don't, or her. Um, everybody it's like, it kind of, that's why Marvel works so well, I think because they always hire the same people. So it kind of that that definitely was, I guess, an easier thing because then I had a couple people in wardrobe, a couple people in hair and makeup that I knew that have seen me grow up and 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 have watched me at, from the start. That I've gotten to be like, oh, oh, that's just gee He's he's just running around being Gi right now, you know. <laughs> so
1: the uh, on the other side of that, then when you are working with Vlad and. You know, a, a more familiar crew and things get a little goofy. Uh, I know Vlad uh, has said that he likes to make you guys do things over and over again. So when it gets a little goofy, does he start cracking the whip on you guys? Uh,
0: I think back in the day, he used to be really like, he used to scream at us. It, it was like, it was actually funny. And it wasn't anything bad. Like it wasn't like bad screaming. He, uh, We were working on um, Unlucky Stars mm-hmm. and we were shooting the church fight. And there was – and we were drinking waters and putting the waters down and leaving the waters and maybe not drinking that water and getting another water. Whoever was doing it was doing it. Everybody was doing it. But Vlad would be like, clean up the damn bottles. Clean up the bottles after yourselves. Finish the bottles and then clean them. He would yell at us about that kind of stuff. But like we'll crack jokes and we'll be laughing and stuff, and then when he's like, alright, let's get the shot, we snap into it. We just know like, yes. yeah, we're having fun while we're doing it, but the fun is also doing it. Sure. It's a great scene, too. And if you, if anybody out there hasn't seen
1: Unlucky Stars yet, I know it is available to view for free at on unluckystarsthemovie.com, I believe it is. Um, yep. And uh, that's from Dennis Rule and uh, Vlad Remberg and a whole bunch of other guys, Gita Silver's in there, and it's a it's, an, it's a, love letter to the uh, old Samo Hong, Hong Kong stuff, so definitely check that out.
0: Yeah, the golden age. <laughs> that looked like a great Flag, time. Flag calls it the ballet, I believe. Yeah. I think he calls it the ballet, yeah. <laughs> so, uh,
1: practical question then. Given some of the things yep. that you got to put your body through, does stunt yeah. work adequately pay for all the bruises that you wind up having to, to
0: deal with? I think it pays – you know, it's a good living. It's definitely – you can definitely make money doing this and and live a comfortable life. I'm not at all uncomfortable right now, to be honest. I'm talking to you on a laptop with (laughs) – you know, in an apartment. I got food. I'm not worried about when I'm going to eat, What you know, if I'm going to be able to pay the rent. I'm not worried about that stuff. So to an extent, yeah, I mean, it's that. But if you scale it to what the actors are doing and how much the actors are getting paid – I guess at times you could think like, well, maybe I could at least get like a third of that, Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more uh, than a third, but you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's, it's it's like, are you, am I greedy for wanting that? Sure. But I mean, it also requires a completely different kind
1: of hustle on your end of things. Doesn't it?
0: Truth. Absolutely. It's a, so, now that I've gotten kind of to be on both sides, I've I see a lot of there's there's definitely a huge similarity in the processes that that take place, but it's just going in or are using a different uh, format, right? So for like a stunt person, uh, in my case, a fight guy, a fight a fights somebody who's like wants to be a fight specialist, they are going to have to know how to pick up choreography fast. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to know the different styles of martial arts that are needed, uh, to be able to combine or use for whatever the job is. So you're constantly always learning or or looking to expand your knowledge in martial arts. You're, you're constantly growing on that. And then when you get to double at that point, you're now also now trying to fit a style or archetype that that character is supposed to portray with the actor, It's that same amount of work, but it's all in the process of building the person that they're, that they're going to portray the Mm -hmm. character. Um, It's, it's about, it's going in depth and finding the roots. Like there's, there's processes where people literally write an autobiography of their life leading up to the point of the the film or the television show or whatever the script is. And all that backstory and being able to have that to pull from when they actually perform is what gives it that realistic performance. Whereas for us, it's knowing the proper techniques and being able to pull out those techniques when it's time to perform them for the camera. That requires
1: a constant study though for you guys, because you need to be up on, Uh, these skills and you have to keep them sharp.
0: Yep, exactly. Constant maintenance, constant maintenance. And with actors, it's, it's like when, once they've fully gotten through the process, they, they have to then take that time to heal themselves as well. There's Mm -hmm. a healing process for it all, you know? Um, have you seen when they see us? I have not yet. You don't need to watch it. It's so, but it's, it's really well done. Yeah. It's like amazingly well done, but because it's so well done, I would, like, if you want to feel bad, go watch it. But if, you, if you're if you like, you know, like, yeah. don't, yeah. Because it completely changed my whole weekend. I watched oh, it. Wow. I binged it all in one night, and it completely changed my whole weekend. Wow. So, yeah. Good thing there was E3. Um <laughs> Uh, that's
1: definitely on my watch list Um, E3 though uh, I'm sure it's on the complete opposite end of that because uh, I saw you post a few things on your uh, socials it looked like uh, you were the biggest kid in the largest candy store on the planet
0: yes that's exactly (laughs) what it is and the thing that I hate the most about E3 is that I don't get to go on any of the rides (laughs)
1: There was one There's- thing that it looked like you guys were on though. It was some kind of VR thing. Like you were all
0: like sprawled out on the floor or something like that. Yeah, they they have like these little pods which are really. They had they have like a bunch of advertisement stuff, but like to actually test out, like go try to demo a Final Fantasy VII remake or go play Borderlands 3, play the new Rainbow Six, uh, (laughs) play the new Bethesda has, play the new Pokemon game, play the new Mario Sonic Olympic games that has karate in it. Uh, You don't get to play any of those because the lines are just too long. They're too long, and you want to see everything. And I feel like people probably... Spent one day on a line, yeah. one whole day, you know. So, if anybody out there that listens to this podcast wants to help me and my boys skip some lines, <laughs> much would be appreciated. Uh, you've done mocap work though, haven't you? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I actually got to be Master Chief in the Halo remake for a scene, and uh, that's pretty that awesome. Fun. That was like one of the cool things. I'm not even an Xbox guy, but Halo was like my introduction to first-person shooter games. Oh, wow. Really? Well, no. GoldenEye. GoldenEye was first-person. Oh, yeah. GoldenEye for sure. To be fair. To be (laughs) fair. To be fair. But multiplayer in the the aspect of online play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. So, yeah, that was dope. I'm working on a game right now. uh, Are you? Bethesda. Yeah.
1: So you can't go up to the Bethesda booth and say listen I'm working on something with you guys can you <laughs>
0: they be like yeah right they're like whatever get out of here <laughs> Is
1: that is that really how it is though like the the that end of the uh the company has no idea what's going on behind the uh the cameras or in front of the cameras in this case
0: Sometimes I feel like there's it's just so many people working yeah. on their project at a time that I might like say the name of the directors and they're like, Oh, you know who that is, that's cool, but unless they've hit them up, I I'm trying not to get embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Probably not the best time to pull rank, but worth a try maybe one day. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe next year, you know. But they took PlayStation wasn't there this year, and now there was EA. So I didn't get to tell the EA people off about how horrible the job they've done on FIFA Ultimate Teams, because that thing, ugh, I've broken so many controllers this year. <laughs> so many controllers.
1: Yeah, you know, I just, just started playing that. Um, don't and, do it. Don't. Oh, really? Do it.
0: Turn away. Turn oh, away. Really? That's too bad. Don't. Don't do it it's a it's a slippery slope that just if you uh, if you get com- if you're competitive like how i am yeah if you have any hint of competitiveness in video games i would say just quit don't do it play <laughs> play god of war okay fair, fair enough fair enough <laughs> yeah Go play <laughs> oh god of war
1: put your really uh, over there nothing
0: worse than terrible controls oh my gosh It's it's not even the controls fault. I just the control just is the messenger that's getting killed for whatever the game is doing, (laughs) or whatever I did that I think I didn't do. Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) I went left. Clearly, your thumb went right, sir.
1: All right. So let's uh, let me try to get some more information about some of these projects that you have working. That uh, I know you can't talk about. But what what kind of stuff are we uh, are we dabbling in here? Can you give me some information about maybe the genre or or uh, how many projects? Let's start there. How many projects are you involved in right now that are taking up your time?
0: Four, four projects right now. And you're juggling all of that right now. Yeah, I'm juggling all that right now. And wow. I I feel like I still have a little too much time.
1: <laughs> Four projects and you still have a little bit too much time, man. You're a you're a go-getter for sure.
0: <laughs> Trying, man. It's <laughs> it's like overdrive. I'm about to be 29 years old, so I just feel like this is the perfect chance to try to learn as much as I can before I hit my 30s. Yeah. So
1: what are we talking about when we're talking about these four projects? Four really different projects, or are they all in the same similar vein, or, or what are we talking about? Actually,
0: they're all kind of different. That's cool. One is like kind of on the crime side. Another one is more on the action side. Another is a comedy. Wow. And three, and then the other one is sci-fi wow that's awesome you cover it all there yeah i'm trying i mean hey like it just all happened it, it's like it's, it's been dead for for a good for a good while over here on my end i know there's a bunch of people that have been like non-stop at it but for me it's been like like oh you'll work a couple of days here and then I get some time off and I'm doing whatever I feel like doing. And then I'll get a call for something else. You know, like, oh, OK, I do that for a couple of days. So it's been it, it hasn't been like an ongoing like you're on this run. Let's go, 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 go.
1: Now you have that going on right now.
0: Now I have kind of a bunch of like, oh, you have a day here. And that day for another job is actually right behind that one. And then this one is over here doing it with that. And then you have it. You have this week. Yeah, It's just, yeah, it's cool. That is cool. How how do you,
1: I mean, practically speaking, again, how do you manage all of that? Do you have a team that you
0: work with? Is it all just you and a calendar or how does it work? It's me and learning how to use a Google calendar. (laughs) Uh, I definitely could be doing way better, Uh, (laughs) but, you know, I probably could be way more efficient. But, you know, right now I'm figuring it out and maybe I should get a team or look at trying to do a team thing. Get I just don't feel like – I don't know if people want to be bothered. Yeah, so yeah. I just, just try to handle it myself. All right.
1: So to new and up-and-coming young stunt pros, actors, anybody like that that wants to get up in the world, what is your most helpful bit of advice that you could give them? Ooh,
0: you have to really just – love what it is that you're doing and that's why you're doing it. Yeah. And do the thing that you love to do as much as you possibly can. So, like, yeah. Like, in this case, it was going to a park with some friends for two days, eight hours a day, and just shooting shooting something fun that we love and are fans of. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: it, you know, it, it does show with the... The stuff that you do and, again, with the community that you're you're a part of. Every one of you guys.
0: They are so dope, right? My yeah. friends are so cool. They Absolutely. Are so cool. I have to like work so hard to try to be as cool as they are. <laughs> like, I really have to. I'm, I'm always like, God damn, you guys are so cool. I want to re- – man, I, I fanboy out for, for my homies. I yeah. fanboy out for them.
1: I'm sure they fanboy out for you, too. I think you're doing some great stuff. I appreciate that.
0: I appreciate that. But,
1: yeah, like I said, I mean, you guys, uh, just as a collective, all of you guys uh, definitely put 100% plus into everything that you guys do. And you always, all of them have that real passion when they talk about what it is that they do. And it always comes through. It always uh, shows in, in the work that you do and the effort that you put into it. Um, I mean, even with the the projects that you're talking about now, you, I know you want to talk about it, and I know you can't. But uh, it, it's it's exciting as fans for us to hear it from you guys that you're jazzed about what you're doing and you're jazzed about bringing it to us. So, you know, keep keep pushing and keep uh, keep working that passion.
0: Thanks, man. Definitely will. Uh, I, I This definitely put so much energy in me, this video that we just did. So I'm just like ready to go and That's just awesome. get it. Just go, 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 go. All
1: right. So around when can we start looking for these projects that you can't tell us about?
0: <laughs> uh, I would say probably it'll be another like year, year wow. and a half. Wow. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, these are these are mainly most of them are are big ones that are going to take at least a year. Wow! So, yeah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited to see how it turns out. You know, because you don't know, you never know. Uh, right now, it's they're still kind of like maybes. They're still variables. Variables are not they're not constant right now. Cool. So okay, it's exciting.
1: Uh now if you had sharp eyes and you were watching uh the elevators in uh, Avengers Endgame, uh, there was a familiar face that popped out of the uh the elevator
0: there. Oh yeah. There's a <laughs> devilish devilishly handsome man walking behind Frank Grillo. His name was Fernando Chen. What it? <laughs> <laughs> Fernando Chen, he's the dopest. That was funny. Yeah, I give him a shout out. He's cool. <laughs> but um, yeah that was fun that was cool yeah yeah did we, we didn't get to talk about Endgame oh what'd you think of the whole thing I loved it I loved actually I was really happy that I did I was very minimal in my partake of what was going on cause I was able to go to the movie theaters and be surprised and be a fan and just enjoy the whole thing I had you know, only expectations that this thing is going to be dope. And don't know how it's going to be dope, why it's dope. So it was cool.
1: I do have to say it was really satisfying to have that all
0: wrap up the way that it did. Right? Yeah. Unlike Game of Thrones. <laughs> God, I can't believe they did
1: that. Yeah. Looks like they uh, they were in a hurry to get that done for some reason.
0: Yeah, they're going to Game of Thrones Brotherhood, uh Watch. They're going to do it just like how they did Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, re-release it with it following the book.
1: <laughs> that would be cool. You know what I did see uh, just uh, this evening, actually? Have you seen uh, uh, Jordan Peele's uh, Us?
0: Yes, I have. With the scissors. Yes, I yes. have. That is some freaky, yeah. creepy stuff. Yo, he's so good at that. Yeah, he is. It's really good. He, he is really good at that. He knows how to really play to, like, that kind of suspense and that creepiness. Yeah. It's dope.
1: Is that a genre that you would uh, be interested in exploring?
0: I'm down to do everything. Yeah? I want to do a musical. Like, I, I'm down to do it all. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's
1: something that I don't know that uh, – I don't know if you've touched on it yet. I mean, Lucifer, kind of, but, not.
0: I mean, not really, so <laughs> – Yeah, no, not really. But, uh, I mean, growing up as a kid, I was always in the drama club or I was always in the the school play. Uh, So I've always, that's always been something I've loved doing. I just was so square focused on taekwondo that I wasn't thinking about, oh, I can actually also do this as a thing. I was like, no, I want to do TKD. I'm going to go to the Olympics. I'm going to be Bruce Lee. It's going to be amazing. And my mom's like, you should do acting more. You should do this more. You should do that more. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll do that. But I'm going to, no, Taekwondo. So that was just kind of, it's it's funny how it's, my mom's always kind of known in a sense. (laughs) What did mom say that
1: first time that you said that you're going to go into stunts? Was she like, um, yeah,
0: you can try it, but. It was too late. She, there was, (laughs) I was already shooting fight scenes and stuff. Um, (laughs) and also at the time I wasn't doing anything crazy. I think that, yeah, I wasn't doing anything crazy. What? No. She, she was, she, you know, she worries. She lets me know that she worries, but she's so supportive and everything. She's like my biggest supporter. Cool. Which is dope.
1: Do you remember the very first thing that you ever
0: shot? Yes, I do. Do you have it? I think it's on YouTube. Really? I think so. What was it?
2: <laughs>
0: when I, <laughs> <laughs> so when I was, I think, in. Fourth grade or third grade, I was going to the YMCA and, and Vanderbilt, the Vanderbilt YMCA in New York, and I was in the after school program. I was in the the karate after school program. My, then my mom would pick me up, and we would go to my other taekwondo school. But we were doing that, and one of the counselors, I think he was taking a film class, and his final project was remaking Enter the Dragon with. All of us, and nice. I was Jim Kelly. No, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. I got to, I got to be Jim Kelly, and Mr. Han, comes straight out of a comic book. Got to do all that, and I was like <laughs> this little kid with a big fro. Uh that was so fun. Oh, that that was I. I can't believe I remember that. That's shooting cool. it in the hallway with an elevator. <laughs> <It's
1: cool. laughs> I'm gonna have to scour the internet for that.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Cool. I also have like a lot of battle dance battle videos from back when I was in street dancing in New York on there. A lot a lot of crazy stuff shot. Music videos, a bunch of like music videos from the neighborhood, like Aunt Jackie to Chicken Noodle Soup and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And John Troy has my first fight. Oh yeah? Right. Yeah, John True shot my first fight. Cool, and that's on YouTube as well. All right,
1: I'll have to find that. That's awesome. All right, uh, listen. I know you have uh, another project to get to tonight, so I don't want to keep you very much longer. But thank you so much for coming back. Thanks for having me. As always, best of luck with everything that you got going on. You're you're an awesome guy. You do some great work. So I hope to see much more of you and uh, much more of your both your. Action and your acting, so I'm looking forward to the projects you have uh, dropping soon, and hopefully you come out to uh, Monmouth for that festival because uh, I'd like to hook up with you and and hang out. And then I also need to hit you up for that Capoeira class with your brother. So,
0: <laughs> yes, yes, don't forget. Let me know whenever you're ready. Whenever awesome. you are ready. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, man. Man, anytime. Best of luck. You.
1: Thank you so much. alright man. Peace. <laughs> A big heap of thanks to Guy DeSilva for coming back to join me on the show. I always love having returned guests, and Guy is definitely one of those awesome, cool guests who's putting out some fantastic stuff for us fans. Now, if you haven't yet seen the latest video from him, go check it out on YouTube at RivenX3i's page. That's R-I-V-E-N-X-3-I. That's Director Chris Cowan's page. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can go right to it, but it's a slick piece of work, so kudos to everybody involved. I'll post links to all of Guy's socials as well so you can tag along on his adventures. He was at E3 and recently Anime Expo, where he walked the floor in full UALA My Hero Academia cosplay from the video. Also, best of luck to him and his team for their short film Outcast, which will be at the Monmouth Film Festival this August, so watch for more news on that, as well as all the other stuff that he's up to. Follow along with me as well on all my socials, or email me at kungfudrivin at gmail.com, or just search for Kung Fu Drive-In and you'll find me, I'm sure. And if you're on Twitter, check out my Castaways clan at the hashtag Castaways for more great podcast shenanigans. And until next time, Poison Clan.
2: Poison plan rocks the world. Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action. Drinking a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting. High. This time it's warm We we'll smash the place up with a dragon claws We we'll walk into the tea house ready for some action Drink a little wine and get drunk and then we're fighting this time it's war We we'll smash the place up With a dragon claw I see the iron fisted bump Before the daily prayers Shouting monks on the hands Running down the thousand stairs The fatally carnals And King New's hands With the fearless the roaming over the lands Yet yeah, the little big soldier Is older and wiser He wants a world of peace Because he doesn't want to fight you all got the venom mob Laying down the law Bruce Lee delivered kicks Guaranteed to great jars Five for the cast and pause, hear the applause Not the yen back kicks Will defeat the outlaws Very good, but boy, do hit back Yeah the death jewel's here David D is coming back The Tai Chi master Jelly's even faster the channel a little trick Because he is the drunken master Once upon a time shine, China Rosamund Kwan is real fine But see magic on his spine or. Golden Swallow has arrived shan chi movies Will the hero survive? We've got the brave archer make his way to the top Of the mountain gonna fight May as well pick the spot Yeah the sky goes black Cut the vampires back We've got Lam Ching-Ying To kill them all To so stand back He plays the black magic On the soul of the sword It's time it's war We we'll smash the place up With a dragon claw See it's a game of death Yo You're facing the big boss It's once upon a time and China Counting the TikTok The Shogun Assassin Slashing blood or just drip drop The head kick Neck drop, Balance the bone not stop Wanna kill Bill Better get the assassins He's got Emma Dressed in yellow But she is in the dragon But in the tea rooms That's where it'll happen She got the parties On the floor When the blood It'll splatter against the walls not fear at all To kill them all There's always blood spilled
0: When you head into a war Fearless Unleashed the fist of legend left the car jet Li. I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll
2: we'll always be a beast. You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumbling the streets. And it's simple, see the facts are these. There's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee. Walking to the tea house, ready for some action. Drinking a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting. Ha! This time it's one. To smash the place up with a dragon claws, We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action. Drink a little wine.